0: Gary, hit the, music. the thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast
1: are certainly
0: those of the authors and guests of the
1: podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. There right there is Alexander Waller. The man over there is Michael Odenbeck.
2: And these are all Soberless Thoughts. Soberless Thoughts is the show and tonight is the night that we
1: drink such a change are you drinking tonight alex i'm definitely drinking tonight i'm drinking an interesting new concoction that i like to think i made it up i'm sure someone else has had this idea uh you ready to hear what it is this is an alex original this is an alex corley original okay so i have been racking my brain because I have a bottle of absinthe that we drank on the podcast early on, early days. Oh, yeah. I still got it.
2: And it's still the same bottle,
1: huh? <laughs> still the same bottle. Uh, it's not something I dive into very often. I was trying, I've trying. i always thought, like, what could I do with it? It's very effervescent. Is it? Uh, it's mm. very herbally medicinal. Yes. Uh, it's very, it's very, like, medicinal is the best way. Like, I think, like, I, we did an episode about Ag, like Edgar Allan Poe and all the, time, all the poets and artists of the time. And I'm like, how it's so like, it just, I don't know, man, there's a lot of natural, I, I, like, that's all I can say is just like medicinal has like a flavor, like licorice with like hints of like herbal tonic, that kind of stuff. Well, man, yeah. I, I didn't like,
2: hallucinate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think when we did it we I can't remember if we took a shot or what it was. No, no. I made a sazerac. Yes. That's what it was. And yeah. I remember you going like after drinking you're like, "Man, I don't know why, but the light on this microphone is really bright all of a sudden." I was yeah. like, "Huh." <laughs> I think uh
2: we were drinking with uh one of your buddies, James, but- James Kobe? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Was that that night? i think it was i think it was that night yeah yep um what i decided to do was take that absinthe and do something with it well i needed to like lighten it up for me because i can't it's like every time i've drank it i taste it for like the whole night like the rest of the night i'm burping absinthe well i had a revelation today that i'm gonna make a mojito with absinthe uh because and here's why a lot of people if you've had either or you're like ugh why why would you ever do that um because mojito i don't know if we've even had a mojito on here before but it's limes mint bar syrup which is sugar water muddled together rum ice soda water stir gently it's very light very crisp, very like a good summary drink, right? Well, when you do absinthe as absinthe, which we haven't done on here, I don't think. So we should do that sometime too, but you basically take a vial or a container of cold water and you drip it over top of a sugar cube into the glass of absinthe. And then you fill the glass up full of sugar water. So, Water, sugar, absinthe is how you're supposed to drink absinthe. Mojito, soda water, lime juice, mint, rum, basically. So I was like, well, they're 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 similar, is that they both need sugar, they both need water. Let's try to kind of throw them together. So I did, <laughs> and honestly, so here's what happened. I made a mojito. I made kind of like a pineapple mojito with absinthe. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have to figure out a name for it. If it tastes good, we'll find it out. Cause I wanted to mask some of that herbaliness. So I basically did two limes, but a handful of mint, some bar syrup, some pineapple juice. And I muddled all that together, but a shot of absinthe in there. I put a shot of spiced rum because I couldn't find my clear rum. Cause I don't know where the hell it's at. Cause it where we moved soda water mix, uh and that's what i got oh i also muddled a pineapple in there too a little extra but it looks pretty oh yeah it's like something you drink at the beach it looks delicious so yeah so smells different um (laughs) yeah it's weird it's like I got to say it was a good idea. Cause like the mint and pineapple just from the smell is really taking on, like it's bringing the absinthe through, but it's like, it's like rounding out the harsh edges of absinthe.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Well, let's if taste I, if it. I, if let's I could, see
2: what it tastes like.
1: Yeah. If I could jerk myself off real quick. Okay. That's uh hmm. it's pretty good. Yeah. The mint comes through way more with that absinthe. The absinthe is hidden in the mint, but in the back like in the back of your tongue. I get this. Like, I get mint, and all of a sudden the mint washes away. Then absence, like, I'm here, bitch. Uh, <laughs> I've been here the whole time. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you, it, it's like, uh, this is what this drink is like. It's like you're hanging out at a bar and you meet a couple, <laughs> and they're like, hey, you seem pretty cool. You want to come back to our house? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then you go back to them, and all of a sudden, like, the dude gets naked is like, we doing this or what? Yeah. All three of us. Yeah, You're like, that's absent. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the, the mint. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So the girl, let's say you're a single guy. Some girl like, yeah, yeah well, let's go back to my place. I'm like, all right, let's go back there. She's the mint, right? And yeah. She's like, yeah, we're going to have a great time. Then you get back to her house and there's just some naked dude standing there. He goes, yo, bitch, I'm absent. <laughs> <laughs> all three of us are about to get down
2: yeah after you're already laying naked in the bed he steps in the room yeah
1: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) that's this drink it's it's called the unwanted threesome there you go (laughs) it's really not bad like it's you know it's uncomfortable at first you know you get some things put places then you know you learn to enjoy it uh (laughs) There's some there's some sneaky fingers around there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You don't know whose finger is whose, but
1: yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You're you're here to have a good time. That's
2: right. You That's just this. roll with the punches as they say. <laughs> That's this drink. <laughs> All right, Alex. Uh So tonight, what are we uh talking about tonight? Oh, wait, wait, what? What is
1: that face? That was me taking a big gulp and a big like Whole like I, it looked pretty, but the whole mint leaf just like went like oh, like down my throat. Like, <laughs> like, bah, bah. There's a reason people drink those things with straws, yeah, uh, <laughs> so, they, so they don't get a mouthful of mint leaves, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, that makes uh,
2: sense.
1: Yeah, I'm better at making them, I guess. All right, so for this. <laughs> So, for this podcast, you know, we both keep like little notes and we do all this to try to figure out ideas, interesting topics we want to talk to our audience about. Well, I've been doing one on Instagram where I have a folder of like every time I see a page, it's something that sparks an interest or it might be just an interesting fact. Well, some of this, I just, it's just there but I don't yeah. know what to do with it. We haven't hit these topics. So some of them we have, some of them we haven't, but I figured it might be fun just to go through some of these because some of these are like little news articles and stuff like that. Uh, now, that being said, I don't know how 100% factual these are or not <laughs> because uh, they're Instagram pages. This right. isn't a news station. So I want right. to preference that. So, And also, I wanted to get like, we're just going to hit these topics and we're just going to. I guess, do our first reactions of these things and kind of chat them out. Okay. Uh, I kind of figured if something piques our interest, I actually will write down what it is and maybe we could do a topic later. Or if anyone at playing the home game uh, wants to email us at gmail.com, you can also go, Hey, I want to hear more about that. Let's hear your yeah. take on the, you know, flying death squirrels of, uh, I don't know, Peru, some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is, you know. So uh so I'm just going to the earliest ones. Uh obviously going through some of these because I'm like, nope, nope, not that, not that. The uh, first thing that turned up, which I think we've hit on before, is this is from Seekers of the Cosmos. Uh it's called uh what is it? There is a creature known as the uh Tar Tardigrade has survived all five extinctions, events. It can live in boiling water, solid ice, intense radiation of space. It can survive a decade in the desert without a drop of water to drink or in the deepest trenches of the sea. And it's a little microbial thing that I think it's called the something bear, but it's the first known animal to survive in space. It's regularly regularly called the water bear or the moss piglet or close... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're full bodies and scrunched up head. They have eight legs and hands with four to eight paws on each. They are adorable. These creatures are relatively indestructible and can even make do in space. Tar is a phylum, an abnormal state logical classification of a creature. There are more than a thousand known species of this microorganism.
2: So it's a microorganism.
1: Microorganism, yeah, but but it's like the one microorganism that can survive anything,
2: yeah. It's the cockroach of microorganisms,
1: yes, it is exactly the cockroach of microorganisms. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but it actually looks adorable. That's the funny thing. It actually, here's what it looks like it looks like a pillow with a bunch of little claws coming off of it. It's kind of what it looks like.
2: How do they know it can survive? Did they take some up in the space with it and let it float around and then catch it back? And then,
1: yes, I've actually looked into this before. So to answer some of that, uh, let's see, they live at the base of lakes on damp bits of greenery, different temperatures, circumstances. They were founded first in Germany, a German minister, Johanna August Ephraim go is in 1773 i think they've just been testing them i mean you know scientists will just take things to see like what they can endure i mean it's how we figure out like how to kill certain things and you know stuff like that yeah so So like i would say they
2: they took it in a little one of those tubes like having science class that you can suck all the air out of and make it a vacuum right like they do to do the bowling ball versus feather which will fall quicker in a vacuum and it's, yeah. a, it's the same time yeah but what they'll do is they'll put one of those things inside that vacuum tube and then they'll shake it like a shake weight they'll just sit there and shake 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 and then they'll open it back up and it will still be alive and be like whoa thanks for the massage man
1: yeah basically now i i think i've read something somewhere that they actually took some into space and just like like basically let it get exposed to the
2: like space itself, threw it in one of those Nike shoe boxes, took it up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They put on their space suit and stepped outside to do a spacewalk
1: and open the shoe box.
2: Like yeah. fly, Just
1: wave their hand over it and close yeah. it. And like, I'm sure he's still in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> See, the thing about those. so here's the creepy part about these things, is that I can't help but think like the zombie virus. Like, what if they're the carriers? Because you oh, can't yeah. destroy it. Well, how like,
2: many of those things do you think are currently living on and inside of your body right now?
1: Oh, I'm sure hundreds oh, yeah. uh, to even thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're probably everywhere. Anywhere real moist is where they said, but I mean, if they could survive anywhere, so like, you know, we did the whole Atlantis thing where like they're, you know, parts of Africa that used, that are now desert that used to be covered in ocean. There could be thousands of those things just laying out in the desert, just waiting to man. I'm real thirsty. Yeah. I wish, I wish somebody bring me some water.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, hopefully sooner or later them people up there will Cause all climate to fuck up and <laughs> the water will come back up over these lands and I'll get myself a drink. Yeah. <laughs> See, we're doing a good thing. That's what we're doing.
1: That's right. Now, do you think there could be anything else like that? Like, I don't know. It's like in the glaciers, it's going to melt and it's going to be some prehistoric version of it. It's going to turn into the blob or it, or whatever it was in that one movie where they like went rampant and like,
2: (laughs) I want to see one that's like the size of a Doberman.
1: It's like, (laughs) I don't, I think it would eat everything around us. Uh, (laughs) That would be awesome. Pet. Yeah. Oh, it would.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Dude. I don't know. I think anything's possible. If that's possible, if that thing, if yeah. the existence of that thing is possible, mm-hmm. then literally anything is possible. Yep. You need to get yourself a straw.
1: Yes, I do. That was uh that was the worst party foul ever ever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So all right, let's keep trucking. Yes, let's truck see, on. Let's see what else I got here. Two. All right. So next I just have a little quick one that was just kind of interesting. Uh it was from historical photos. Instagram page and it was a photo of a woman laying in a bed and she's got a huge bruise across her stomach and it was in 1954 Ann Hodgins the only human being in recorded history to be hit by a meteorite mm, and survive and survive and she's just I mean it's a pretty gnarly like it's literally from her belly button to like the back of her love handle mm. like bruise <sighs> How big was the meter, right? I don't know. It didn't. It doesn't give a whole lot of descriptor on that one. It was just like, this is what it was. I'm like, I don't know. Part of me is like, one, like it was on her side. Yeah. So it looked like it hit her like, like down, down, well obviously downward, but like right. it hit her in the hip. It wasn't like she was like laying on her <clears throat> back or something on the ground, but yeah. Or she could have. You never know. She could have.
2: What was she doing at the moment? What was she in the activity of doing at the moment that the meteorite struck her?
1: She could have been on her side. Maybe she she was
2: trying. She she could have been doing handstands. She could have been trying out for the Olympics.
1: That's right. She was trying out for the 1954 Olympics. Yeah. Uh, If women were allowed, then I don't know if they were. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of muddy deer where I'm like uh, uh, um, Susan these are the
2: questions that we need to we need further I should be an investigative journalist
1: (laughs) yeah well here's what I want to know where is the worst place to get hit by a meteor not on your body but if you're going to get hit by a meteor you can choose where you're going to get hit but where's the worst place Your head? (laughs) Well, no, no, no. I didn't mean like, what location, what activity would you be doing would be the worst time to get hit by a meteor? Besides trying out for the Olympics? Yeah, besides trying out for the men's water polo.
2: Uh, Probably while you're banging, I would say. Think so? No, no, maybe not, because that would be quite explosive.
1: <laughs> you never know, it yeah. might hit you in the ass cheek, and all of a sudden, you got like an extra boost to thrusters. Like, yeah, yeah, I've given her all she's got, and yeah. then you just go to town. Yeah, that's right.
2: She gets a whole nother inch up in there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from the heavens, from the heavens, you earned that. That's right. Extra inch. Little, thanks for the assist, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe a family barbecue and you just got that perfect piece of meat, that, that perfect burger. And you sat there and you grilled it and you cooked it perfectly the way that exactly that you want it. And you got it on your bun and you got your little condiments and accessories on it. And you're just about to take a big bite of this big juicy homemade grilled burger And then bam, it fucking smacks
1: you. Smacks you right in the hand,
2: knocks the burger to the ground. Oh,
1: dude. I was sitting there thinking that. I'm like, I don't, you know what? How about it doesn't even hit you? It just hits the plate. Yeah. And then you just look down. Uh,
0: Why? Why? (laughs) Yeah.
2: That's God trying to tell you to get on a diet. (laughs) Yeah,
1: right. No more burgers, fat ass. (laughs) that was your third one at this barbecue Uh (laughs) yeah that would be a pretty good one i don't know man hitting hitting like a brand new car you just bought that'd be pretty rough that would suck i was just having that conversation with somebody the other day i was like i don't know why every time i've gotten in a wreck and like my car's been basically totaled or like, like I can't access things in it or something like there's always something like the one time I actually had my car totaled where it was like sitting in front of my house. I had just like got the oil changed and filled the tank up. Mm. And I was like, you couldn't have done that like two days earlier before I spent like a hundred bucks on that oil change (laughs) and like fill up my tank. Really? (laughs) You couldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, And then actually the same car I was moving from one house to another and I had all, like I had my chest of drawers in my house and I had half the drawers in it. The other half I had moved over and had left them in the trunk of this car. Yeah. (laughs) And this fucking asshole, he actually hit my cousin's truck and shoved it into my car. So it was three cars. This guy was like, some drunk dude flying down the street right and those drawers were so fucked up because that trunk just collapsed on them oh yeah and i like i was pulling out just ratty shirts i'm like well i could wear that one still i guess and then like (laughs) like i basically had a chest of drawers for the next like three years that was missing like two drawers and everyone like every time i brought like you know, a girlfriend or somebody over like, what's up with your, uh, what's up with your chest of drawers? And be like, well, uh, I don't believe in drawers and I'm slowly getting rid of them out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> one at a time. Yeah. Cause it's just a way to close yourself off from the rest of the world. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, I try to utilize the bottom one. Cause that's the one that I, I was like, maybe if I just put a piece of wood there, I'll just use it as like a cubby hole or something. Yeah. But yeah, it was like a hand-me-down thing anyway. Nah.
2: Dude, I saw this, uh speaking of Instagram, I saw this Instagram reel where this girl was like crying and the guy's like videoing her sitting like in a living room crying. And he's like, She's pretty upset. She just got her first brand new car today. And then he like pans the camera out the window, and it's like baseball size hail coming down, just smashing the shit out of the car.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, yeah. Well, let me tell you what's crazy about this, okay? Me and my cousin and my roommate, it's funny you bring that up. So my roommate had just bought a brand new, I think at the time it was like a 2008 Toyota Tacoma. Like he was the one guy in the house that had a big boy job yeah. and he bought a big boy vehicle, right? Like brand new, like, like, like the new, like it literally just came off the line. He's one of those guys that was like, I got to go get it. I don't right. give a shit. That's going to be my truck. Right. And he got all the bells and whistles. Right. So I had parked in the driveway earlier that night and he comes home and parks in the spot where I was at, which was on the street in front of the house. My cousin was parked in front of our neighbor's house out on the street. Right. Like basically just the space for enough to like a driveway. And my roommate comes home and we're actually all going to go out to the bars. That's one reason why I was like, ah, fuck those drawers. I'll get them later. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, he basically comes and goes, Hey man, can you move your car? Cause like, dude, I don't want to leave this new brand new truck out on the street. And I'm like, for real. I was like, are you, are you that worried about it? Like yeah. just kind of giving him shit. I'm like you want me to get out there and wipe it with a diaper too? Like, what? <laughs> like I'm just, I'm dude, I've gave him so much shit. Right. Yeah. So much shit. And then I finally like, yeah, man, I'll move it. I understand. You can have the driveway, because uh, we always all fought over that damn driveway. And I was just being a dick about it. Uh Because, um, uh, you know, I've had to protect my Dodge Intrepid. Uh-, <laughs> <laughs> uh So, yeah, I moved my big boat of a car out on the road and moved his. And then, yeah, in the middle of the night, actually the next morning, it was like nine in the morning. This drunk asshole hit our fucking cars. I just remember that same roommate waking me up. And he goes, hey, man, someone hit your car. I, I just go, shut the fuck up. I was like, stop fucking with me. I'm trying. I'm, I'm hung over. Yeah. I just want the lights off. Like it just like he woke me up and I still had at least four more hours of drunk sleeping to do because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting up till noon because we all went to bed at like two right. and I'm groggy. He goes, no, no, dude. For real. I'm like, dude, shut the f- I, dude. It was like, I'm not falling for it, man. Like he, he was like, dude, I'm fi- being serious. He's like, dude, this guy's like bloody out here. I'm like, what? <laughs> I just I didn't believe him. And he had like an EMT packet. I guess he like had done some kind of training like at like right out of high school for like fun. So yeah. he was like, it could be a certified EMT. So he had like this whole bag and he comes running out there. And I'm like, that's when I knew. I was like, oh shit, he's serious. Yeah. Uh, so I get up, stumble out there. I look, I'm like, I can't even like focus my eyes. I'm like, Oh my God. Like I've never <laughs> seen three cars just merge into one before. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, there was this drunk asshole on the side of the road, just blood spewing out his face. I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the wrong time to be hung over and half drunk. But All right, uh, ironically enough, the cop pulled up, knew the guy, it was like, Hey Tim, i been, he goes, I've been better. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. And he basically looked at that guy and we're all look, and we all could smell this guy. I'm like, dude, he's hammered. Right. And it, that, and so he just like, it was like, Hey man, why don't you just go ahead and sit in my car and just lets him go sit in the car. And we deal with the cop. And I'm pretty sure that guy did not get a DUI for that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. I, he's, he was either new, like he he knew the cop. I know for sure he could have been a fellow cop. You never know, uh, but could have been <laughs> just a good friend who's like ah,
2: you know. It was was Tim was at the bar that night. Met up with this girl. She took him home, and he gets in bed to get it on with this girl, and then out comes walking the cop naked. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, welcome to the party timmy <laughs> <laughs> oh so, yeah so they were already acquainted that night you know yeah
1: you just didn't know that part of the story <laughs> did i say tim yeah okay i was like did i say that i, I didn't think i said his name but i guess I did. oh whatever uh was his name was tim actually no well my roommate was oh the, the one who had the truck his name was tim i was like well, no, you
2: called the, you said the drunk guy's name was Tim, Tim. Oh, okay. And I have to say, uh, cause I listen to our podcast. I go back and listen to our old podcasts. Yeah. Not infrequently. And, uh, you, anytime we're talking about a random drunk person, you do normally call them Tim or Timmy. Timmy. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> That's like your go to for, A random drunk guy's name.
1: (laughs) It just sounds good. Tim. Um, (laughs) Not uh, excluding the guy I lived with, Tim. It actually has nothing to do with him, but it's just, it's like Tom, Tim, Karen, Sharon, something like that. Like, I think it's also maybe from South Park. But it's Timmy, though, you always say. Yeah.
2: Come here, little Timmy. Uh, (laughs) Timmy over there, drunk in the
1: side of the yard. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it's uh when you say Timmy, I don't know, maybe it's me just talking down to somebody and that's my way of doing it. It's calling him Timmy. This fucking Timmy over here. Yeah. <laughs>
2: from all well, from now on. That's yeah. our that's our Timmy inside joke insult.
1: Yeah. So. Which by the way, I was starting to say maybe I got it from South Park, but I don't think it was cuz I was thinking timmy that dude and yeah. i'm like no it's not the same it's, it's not. I, i've i've been calling people timmy <laughs> that are drunk a-holes for different reasons obviously like that yeah. i just i wanted to like sever that connection like they don't have anything to do with each other yeah. i just think i've been using it like uh brad you know how people have been doing that on the internet like okay yeah. brad brad and chad yeah. my version of that is timmy yeah it's, It's you're so incoherent. You're you're childish almost. That is the definition of a Timmy. Yeah,
2: yeah. So drunk that you are. Yeah,
1: you're just like ah, give me a bottle. Uh." (laughs) All right, right, Timmy. Here's your pacifier, Timmy. (laughs) Ah, damn it, Timmy. Always this fucking late at night. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you some food. No, we're not going by McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this next one is from Sour Truth on Instagram, and it's five reasons why aliens might exist. Oh, okay. Yeah, the all these are going to jump all over the place. I can already tell you. Uh, number one, the Drake Equation. According to the Drake Equation, there could be 3,500 to 4,500 active alien civilizations in our galaxy. I believe it. Yeah me too. I was like, I don't know if I could add anything to that. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: well, because because of that microorganism you're talking about, yeah if that shit can live here on Earth, you know, who's to say that stuff like that doesn't live on other planets? That right there is considered an alien.
1: yeah. I'd be curious to see what the Drake equation is and maybe we'll hit that up next time we do a uh, like get in depth about that next time we do aliens we'll do an in-depth episode on the Drake equation. Yeah, well we might have a couple more with it but it's just like I mean it's I feel like the dra- I don't know what it is and it's not really giving me a whole lot to work with other than I mean I could read a you know someone's thesis as the comments on this damn thing about all this which I ain't gonna go through all that today okay um but yeah i was like you know how normally it has a little caption like here's me at the beach with the girls and then like hashtag hot girl summer well this shit is a like almost a dysentery uh (laughs) it's like it's seriously probably uh 500 word essay uh it's (laughs) as a comment to that shit yeah it's like the caption like literally the half of it it starts is in a paper submitted to the american astronomical society oh my god well (laughs) they just copied and pasted the whole paper then (laughs) yeah pretty much follow us at south truth for more posts uh (laughs) but yeah it it sounds like it's a probability equation that it had like it's the probability of life and uh, i would say it's something like i'm guessing here obviously but it, it just makes sense like we can't be obviously. We can't be the only ones. Uh, not just humans. I mean, look at the world we live in. We're right. all there's so many living things here. Yeah, in this one area, there probably be a chance that this was just the one perfect hit. And there's so many different varieties. You got to think like if you expanded that idea out, right in the galaxy, there'd have to be more. Oh yeah, for so, sure. I it always bugged me when I like meet people like, no, I think we're the only one I'm like, why it's so vast that there has to be other life forms. Cause that's what the Bible said. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it sometimes. And I feel like I get in those (laughs) theological. I remember I tried to tell a girl about my alien story at a bar and she was like, I don't believe in that stuff. And she was like, you know, kind of look, came from a, definitely a Holy household. And she, uh, I was like, you can tell me the story, but I ain't going to believe it. And I was like, she's like, and you ain't going to change my mind. I was like, I'm not trying to change your mind. She's like, what? It's like, yeah. I was like, I'm just going to tell you a story. I don't give a shit if you believe me or not. It's what happened. And she kind of yeah. like, like snap back like, oh shit, this guy's real. I was like, yeah, I ain't here to convince you a shit. You can, you you can listen to a good story. I'm about to tell <laughs> yeah. you. Either, then, you know, either suck my dick afterwards or you don't. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i just basically had, a, I had a, like a weird crowd of people that got around me as i met mccarthy's i'm like so there i was okay and then like <laughs> we're by cornfield next thing you know my butthole's itching <laughs> uh. <laughs> anal probes um uh, all mm. right let me let me swipe now because that was number uno for five reasons why aliens might exist uh the next is habitable planets uh ash Astronomers have detected around 4,000 habitable planets within our galaxy alone. There are more than 2 trillion other galaxies. Yeah. Uh, and it gives a bunch of so here's some habitable planets for you. Uh, Kepler-22b Oh, yeah. Ke- Kepler-69c Yeah, mm. what up, girl? Yeah. Uh Kepler-452b uh. Kepler-621 it's Kepler-1861 Damn, Kepler's killing yeah. it oh, i don't yeah. know who kepler is yeah. uh but they know how to pick a planet that uh, might
2: be the name of our solar system
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know i just figured it was some guy he's just like yep there's my 22nd planet i done found i'm sure he sounded like that too i done found me a planet uh yeah. <laughs> you know the only way that they can
2: detect a planet is just by The star dimming,
1: yeah. Is it because as the planet passes the sun or their sun, yeah, it will then blink, and then they can then measure. You know, like use those three things as like how far it is. You know, all that kind of good jazz. Trigonometry,
2: which is insane to me. Like just by looking at a light and having it fade in and out, you can tell like what that planet that just passed it is made out of and how far it is from that sun and all that shit.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I'm sure in recent years they've gotten better technology where they actually like zoom in pretty well. You know, it's funny as I was going through all these, since this is a similar topic, there's an actually, I don't know if you know how lenses work, but where they basically like, there's a light source. It goes like, I feel like the lens warps light or something like that. Um, and they, there's actually an idea of trying to use the earth's atmosphere and the earth as a lens. And then basically it's almost like have a, a satellite, the earth, then whatever you're looking at on the other side. Hmm. And it, and it's look and it's like trying to use it as, like I said, the it's its own lens. That's pretty wild. Or a giant telescope. I know. Yeah. I was like, I don't know exactly how that works, but seemed cool. Once again, one of those bullshit Instagram things. So I don't yeah. know if it's real or not. Uh, I don't know if I trust anything about out of space that I hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so number three. <laughs> uh so number three is the hibernation theory it's according to this theory alien civilizations are incredibly advanced and spending their life in hibernation waiting for the universe to cool down Mm. okay so that's advanced so like we're gonna get so advanced we're just going to hibernate like bears yeah waiting for it to be over like what's the point of existing if you're just going to sleep your way through it and then you're like yeah. well it's all over yeah that's stupid why would <laughs> yeah. you do that yeah like you know in like every TV show <laughs> and movie when like the advanced beings they're they're always like they, they transform into just beings of energy and light yeah this is the exact opposite of that <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Like, it's such a weird, like, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, they're so bored with it almost. They're they're just like, I mean, you know. As an entire species, let's all just freeze
2: ourselves until somebody decides that we want to
1: wake up. Just come wake us all up. What's it until the universe cools down? I'm like, what are they waiting for? Like, what are they going to do? Create another one? Now that's yeah, because I could get behind. Become ice giants. What are they? What was the <laughs> thing
2: that uh fucking Loki is? Ice giant? Frost frost giant. Frost that's, giant. Yeah. yeah. We're really all just frost giants. Yeah. Hibernating. Hibernating. That's stupid. Yep.
0: <laughs> Whoever
2: <laughs> came up with that theory is an idiot. Yeah.
0: God.
1: <laughs> so the next one makes sense. Uh, the next theory was trapped in deep oceans. Alien life forms might be trapped in deep oceans where they're trying to overcome a big hurdle to reach the surface. What? What if they're not trying to overcome anything and they're just living in our deep oceans? I don't think it's saying our deep oceans. I think they're saying in deep oceans of other planets. Okay. Because they would have to, Get to the surface and then deal with whatever's on the surface and then deal with, you know, atmosphere traveling, you know, goes I, I think I they're know. not even
2: trying to get
1: through the surface, yeah. Because, like, what if the life form is like an actual not humans, uh, <laughs> like, like dolphins coexist, like, they're yeah, they're coexistent with their surroundings, yeah. so it's like there's just enough to keep them going. And there's like, there's no need for any more, any less, you know, they have predators, they have prey or however the hell they're surviving. But they're just like, you know, circle of life. And then they just keep right. it going. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they don't even care about that. Dude. Think of how many alien species, mm-hmm. no matter how, no matter how, uh, advanced, they are what well, they just don't care about going and visiting other things and exploring other worlds. Yeah. Like if everything's cool where I'm at, they're just a really chill laid back species of <laughs> aliens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're
2: like we're just cool right here. We got what we need.
1: Whatever. I, uh I always thought it would be, interesting if like what if aliens came here because of the food <laughs> like wouldn't it be perfect if that was a re- like they're like dude have you eaten on earth i don't know how the fuck these people make some of this shit like have you had chili cheese fries oh fuck man you're missing out bro <laughs> uh, like And they just come here like, how do they do that? I'm like, I don't know, man. They're good at it. Uh, (laughs) They're fat as shit. But look dude, (laughs) it's amazing. Uh, It tastes so good. Like, yeah, every day I wake up and I eat my energy pellets. It's like no flavor, but this shit, man. Uh, (laughs) I also Mm. thought that too, like, I don't know. I feel like every alien existent movie, there's always like they get taken by earth's ability to like, Oh, they have love and emotions. And like our alien race is all about the betterment of the species. And like we eat to nourish our bodies and not for like, there's no pleasure in anything. And we're all about pleasure. We're all about the pleasure. Uh, I don't know why I just had a, like, uh, like, like, a flash of uh oh what was it? Deuce deuce bigelow male gigalos who's like women pay me to give them pleasure. Uh <laughs> but
2: yeah. Dude, the problem is is we assume that alien species have human personality characteristics. I know. Who's to say that they have literally any of our personality characteristics yeah like it's a very human thing to want to explore to want to go and conquer new worlds all that kind of shit that's a human thing no none of the other animals on our planet do that yeah then none of them give a shit about that only we do
1: that is true
2: right so who's to say that aliens that species of intelligent beings on other planets from other solar systems even give a shit about that,
1: yeah they could they could care less I mean you're right they they could give a sh- like you're right, they could give a shit less, maybe have no empathy, and they're just like, we'll conquer them, take them over, whatever, who gives a shit, yeah, or do not
2: even care about conquering, just like as long as they don't come to our shit
1: fuck them let them do
2: whatever they want
1: yeah yeah maybe maybe they can't even live in this atmosphere they're like that place is poisonous yeah and they're and like we're not a threat to that like yeah Yeah. almost like uh or maybe they're
2: like smurfs you know (laughs) and they're and they're like if we go there it's like why would i go walk around and Jurassic Park without any of the fences up. Exactly. You know what I mean? You wouldn't do it. They're not going to. I might fly over it in a helicopter. (laughs) Yeah. But that's about the most I'm going to do. You're not going to get down there and run with them. Yeah. Uh, See. So there's a good possibility that there's a species of aliens that are just like Smurfs. And they're just flying around over. That's what we see. Some UFOs. They just fly around over top, looking down at us. Like, look at those crazy, violent, narcissistic motherfuckers down there. Thank God that
1: we don't have any of their. <laughs> oh my God, dude! You just made me think of something. <laughs> I I said I said something, and I wish I could have the back and forth. Someone I work with sent this to me. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It was a little meme. Oh. It, it was because of recent Jeff Bezos and all that. And it was a little meme that said, What? And it was a monkey smoking a cigarette. And it says, What if UFOs are just billionaires from other planets? Oh, yeah. And Definitely. I, and then I commented underneath it, that, Yeah. And what if predators are just big game hunters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they're it just so like, Hey, we're going to. <laughs> we're gonna go thin out the population no we're doing what's right i mean you know how many populations humans are like they need hunters over there okay yeah like, yeah sorry i watched the whole video about uh big game hunting and uh, the every single pro big game hunter which you know i'm i i do not know but it was just like every single one of them was like uh we're helping the species by making sure it doesn't get overpopulated, it was like every single one of their arguments, right? Uh, but I don't know that this is like gonna get into like whatever I saw, but yeah, it was kind of like one of those things, and I was just like, That's that, that could be like I was kind of overanalyzing, and then I saw that, and I was like, Huh, I guess we would be the same way. And just like big game hunters, you want to hunt the biggest, baddest thing. So you're going to go after, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, it's exactly the movie predators. Yeah. I was like, that's it.
2: Yeah. Cause that's exactly what the whole plot of that movie is. Yeah. Big game hunting as they get. Yeah. They get all the best, uh, (laughs) The best hunters, the best military people, or the best whoever uh, killers—they get the best killers from Earth, and they drop them all on that planet for them to go hunt.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so, and totally. Danny Glover, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but right. Danny Glover's not a killer man.
1: No, really. hey, he survived. Yeah, he's I mean, sort a- of Arnold, but I'm a survivor. All right. So um, the next theory was lack of examples. Uh, It says the only example of life we have is the life on earth. And there can be potentially there can potentially be other life forms beyond our imagination, which is kind of what we've been hitting up this whole time.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they just found life on Mars microbial life on mars yeah has been found which is technically martians awesome yeah i, I felt like i vaguely heard about that um yeah because you don't ever hear about that shit between politics and covid shit like all the actual interesting stuff <laughs> it's like getting buried underneath all this other crap
1: uh yeah all the time like yeah. All the alien stuff, all like you want to know who shot j f k by the way, uh <laughs> over here, right, like wait, what what wait, what was that first part of that sentence? Oh nothing, man, I was just saying some shit, uh by the way, uh, mad cow disease is back,
2: uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean dude there's i think I think it's possible that literally every planet has some type of
1: life on it. I'm right there with you. Like it's beyond our understanding at this point, at this juncture, but totally like there could be beings that aren't carbon based or made out of something else, or, you know, they don't, you know, they completely operate in different ways. We can, can't even imagine. Cause it was just the way, whatever organisms, you know, evolved, right uh kind of like how you know how like some oh uh, what is it? like certain planets like rain different elements like one will rain sulfur one will rain this yeah it's like the same shit as like well if something got used to the rain that liquid why couldn't they grow to something else you know
2: oh definitely yeah which it always confused me how why xenomorphs breathe oxygen yeah (laughs) those fucking things should not be breathing oxygen
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know there's something there's maybe something good about oxygen i don't know um Let's see. Uh, I don't know. This was you want to know six ancient civilizations that studied astronomy real quick. Okay. Babylonians, Mayans, Greek, Indians, Egyptians, Chinese. Okay. So yeah, there's that. Um, Here's a fun little saying from life tech science. The man who asks a question is a fool for a minute. But the man who does not ask is a fool for life. Confucius. Oh, I like that. Here's one from IFL Science, which is I fucking love science. Um, Have I talked about the death of the toxic lady on here? Because I like looked into this one a little bit a while back. It seemed kind of interesting. Uh, the death of the toxic lady remains an unsolved medical case. In 1994, the 31 year old woman was rushed to a hospital in California. Uh, within a matter of hours, several medical staff who had come in contact with her fell ill ac- or fell, fell acutely ill, with most suffering from muscle spasm, convulsions, and bouts of fainting. Wow. And basically, they had to like isolate this woman. It is let me see if there's a little bit more. The death of Gloria Ramirez is one of the most myst, uh, mysterious and s- sensational medical cases studied of recent decades. And Then yeah, yeah, yeah. read the full thing. But yeah, it was basically like anyone that came in contact with this woman, like all got ill to the, like to the extreme, and they did not know why. Huh. And then like you know they sort of like. You know separating themselves and trying to figure out but yeah she ended up passing away
2: did the people who came in contact with her uh with her um directly did the people who came in contact with her directly
1: then pass that on to other people that they came in contact with i don't know uh it said that uh I know like the first initial people that came in contact with her, I think they might've passed away too. Oh shit. And like, it was like boom, boom, boom kind of thing, like real. And then that's when they kind of like, you know, they put her, they had her in a room and then everyone came in contact. Also like it was then the all about containing whatever it was. Oh, yeah.
2: When was <laughs> this? 94. You said
1: 94. Oh yeah. So, I mean, that might be one to look up later yeah uh it's COVID 94 yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking uh damn i just went blank on her name mary typhoid mary yeah old typhoid mary i almost called her marla hooch for marla Noah. Marla Hooch. Do you even know somebody named Marla Hooch? So Marla Hooch. All right. This is my dad used to call me Marla Hooch uh, because I had long hair and Marla Hooch was a character from a league of their own. The one about the women's baseball team with Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. uh, Where he pees really long. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that is the best moment and that cinematic it. history, him just taking a piss. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um Marla Hooch was one of the characters, and my dad, when I had long hair in college, my dad was like, Yeah, you know, you kind of look like Marla Hooch. <laughs> I was like, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I thought the shit was funny. I was All like, right. yeah, damn it, now I gotta go watch this movie, see what you're calling me. Yep. <laughs> Backhanded compliment, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I'm gonna save haunted places, but I do for some reason this one keeps popping up and I want to talk about it real quick. Uh, just because I think it's interesting, but there's not a whole bunch about it. I mean, we could look more into it, but at Facts Always with a Z, yeah, uh, there's a village in Nepal named Hoaxi where almost everyone has sold one of their kidneys. Oh, wow the practice is so common that the place has been nicknamed the kidney village jesus why would they do that uh money because J- uh, they're that poor yeah and uh-huh. like you know i think oh, i swear i read somewhere you if you so if you could sell every piece of your body I think you could make it was either this these two numbers are going to be way far from each other, but it's just from what I can remember after a couple of drinks, um, it was either like one point four million dollars for every part of your body, yeah. like so not like so your eyes, so your ears, so or your organs, or it was four hundred thousand dollars. I can't remember which one it was, but I think feel like one point four is closer to the actual because like it's like something crazy like you get 15 grand for your kidney like if i you still it. think that's not enough i you know what me too you know because i like my kidney it does a lot for me right it it filters this beer back into piss and uh i know it's gonna hurt me if i ever get a kidney stone but yeah just in general like i
2: feel like 1.4 million isn't enough for
1: like everything on your body everything on my body yeah yeah because like like i guarantee you if you took like a limb of someone who like it's it's someone who couldn't not walk right Yeah, yeah what's the most you think they would pay to be able to walk again if by just giving them your legs. Not, I mean like, an infinite amount of money. Yeah. Like you couldn't wrap your brain around what they would spend if they had it. Right. Like I get it. Like it's it sucks. But but I'd say that about anyone that's like or anyone like got loved ones would like not to get real fucking dark on this, but like, you know, if you have a loved one in the hospital and they need like, you know, we see those movies, like they need an Oregon or something like that. I mean, hell fucking, uh, John Q. Yeah. Denzel. The dude was about to like put a gun to his head and cut his own heart out. Right. To give to his son. I'm like that, like that people are willing to do anything. Cause it's like saves lives. It's like a good thing. So like you would think it would be worth more money. Let's flip and
2: reverse that though. Yeah.
1: What amount of money would you spend
2: to keep your hand or your arm
1: or your kidney or your cock oh that one everything <laughs> <laughs> that one's staying uh <laughs> i might be a nub and a hand but it's staying your eyeballs <laughs> you know your nose whatever yeah. you know oh everything i if, if yeah. someone's like Like, even if, all right, I've had this idea, like this thought, like, what if I went to Japan and I was at a bar and I accidentally offended a, like, a Yakuza boss and he was going to (laughs) take one of my fingers? Oh, yeah. What finger are you going to let him take? Oh, my ring finger on my right hand. Ring finger, right hand. Really? Yeah you're 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 pretty close to what I said. I said my pinky of my right hand yeah. I think I need my it, pinky for some reason see not me it my pinky if you actually see when like i can't i don't know why it's it might be the way I'm wired, but like if I crunch up my pinky, it crunches up my ring fingers
0: mm.
1: okay. I don't know if you ever like but now one of my hands is that way because I stuck my hand through a truck window. Yeah. I don't know why mine does the same thing. Like I can't, Yeah, it just goes without me yeah. trying to, I can't even, Yeah, I've, I've tried to do that my whole life. I've always noticed that. Like, why is that? But the weird thing is my left hand, I can straighten up my ring finger.
2: I can do it without my left, hand without my ring finger, even moving on my left hand.
1: See on my right I hand. I can't do that on my right hand. No, I can't either. I cannot straighten up that finger. So for whatever reason, <laughs> uh, this is he, excellent radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> uh, but, it, but yeah, if I had if I had to choose a finger to lose, it would definitely be my right hand pinky. And here's why: I play guitar. Oh, I yeah. need every digit on my left hand and I would really like to have all the digits on my right because I do finger pick, but I can deal with not having a pinky finger picking.
0: Mm.
2: I see. So my thing is, is I would never wear a ring on my ring finger on my right hand. Cause that's not where I wear my wedding ring. Yeah. But there is a chance that one day I might actually wear a pinky ring on that.
1: Damn it. <laughs> I'm glad you bring this up. <laughs> I uh I also have thought the same thing. Uh I really <laughs> want to wear a pinky ring.
0: Uh
1: you know our father or grandfather-in-law wears a pinky ring, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh totally down for that.
2: Oh yeah. I just got to find a good one. I know. It's got to it's got to be really
1: Cool. <laughs> I know. Uh definitely I don't know if I'm gonna do it soon, but definitely maybe when I hit fifty, I'm gonna get a pinky ring. Oh, yeah. I don't know of what, but I feel like it's gotta have a story. Like I feel like every dude that has a pinky ring knew Frank Sinatra personally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <you? laughs> yeah. Some of the coolest dudes that I know, older guys, all wore pinky rings. <laughs> yeah, I uh I know, but they always make it look so much more badass. Like I'm yeah. like, damn, it. it's always like that bulky one. It fits perfectly and it's got like a little gym. I don't know. Anyway. Right.
2: So imagine you got this badass pinky ring on your hand right next to a missing digit.
1: <laughs> damn. <laughs> that just kind of brings a little extra umph to it. Like Yeah. <laughs> it just screams you want to hear this story oh yeah (laughs) all right well i'm gonna write that down soberless thoughts pinky rings Uh, (laughs) i mean how even the ring
2: of solomon was a pinky ring according to us hmm
1: yep ring of solomon it is Um. (laughs) all right Let's uh, let me go back a little bit. I just wanted to get the Nepal one out of the way. Yeah, all these are like great. Like it's funny how much like I didn't think we're going to be able to go into that very long, and somehow we went into uh, Japanese people uh, chopping off our fingers. Yeah, Uh, but you know, or yakuza.
2: Never underestimate the length that we can go down a back alley. Uh, Yeah, we're (laughs) really good at this.
1: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um, here's a little storyline. Well, we can kind of end on this one. in 2012, a gang in Mexico kidnapped and killed Mariam Rodriguez. Mess that up. Mariam Rodriguez's 20-year-old daughter, helpless from the government and police, she stalked and hunted them one by one until they were dead or in prison. She used fake IDs, guns, and even disguised herself to track them down. Holy shit! Yeah, what a fucking badass! And if you see her, she does not look like Liam Neeson. She's not like. Yeah. I have a special set of chill Yeah, I will. You. She has been taken. I will find you. No, this looks like. I just a regular everyday mom. Like to be honest with you, yeah. like she's, you know, a little quirky. She got some red dye hair, some glasses. Like no, nothing crazy, but. Whew. uh, you done crossed the wrong woman. Yeah. Uh, hell hath no fury. Dude, that's amazing, though. I, I only know. I only wish my mom would be do something like that. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that like, I feel like it gives you a little roller coaster ride of emotion because you're like, <laughs> oh, that sucks. Her better daughter. But damn, she'd stalked and killed them all or they're in prison because of her. Like she did all this by herself. So, like, so what happened to the daughter? Uh, I don't know. It, oh, they kidnapped and killed Miriam Rodriguez's 20-year-old uh-huh. daughter. So so she found them all, killed
2: them, or they ended up in prison because of yeah. Her.
1: And she used fake IDs, guns, and even disguised herself to track them down. Like, Fuck. she was on a mission. It sounds
2: Which, like that maybe, uh. That Kevin Bacon did you see that where he like shaves his own head and shit after his son gets killed and like God. goes to like find the dudes that killed his son and like just fucks the shit out, just fucks him up man yeah now I don't think I've seen that dude you got to watch that movie it's badass yeah and he's just a normal dad just a normal dad and he's got like this teenage son who's, like, a really good... I think he was, like, a lacrosse player or something, yeah. and was, like, a senior in high school or something. And they sent him into the gas station to grab something. The gas station was getting robbed by these, get like, three or four guys, and they shot and killed his son. Damn. And he, like, finds out who the... He, like, of course does the right thing at first, goes to the police and all that shit, and they don't they don't do crap for him. So... He decides to take shit in his own hands and, like, shaves his head, but, like, misses, like, a whole patch in the back of his head. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, ends up finding these guys. They're all, like, part of this, like, local street gang or whatever and ends up, like,
1: just gnarly killing all of them. That sounds pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. That sounds what if it was based on this (laughs) i mean this is 2012 so it's actually pretty recent but i would totally watch a movie about this um oh yeah dude i don't i don't know why it was making me think of have you seen that new previews for the movie that's like the guy from let's call saul the main guy yes and he's like a house like he's a dad and then like he gets fucked with on the bus kind of thing. But like, I guess he had like a spotted history where he was like a Jason Bourne or um, John Wick. John.
2: Oh yeah. John Wick. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 John Reap is a redheaded comedian <laughs> who also has a podcast. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he actually liked the comment I left on his page. Not the, you know, tooting my own horn here.
2: Dude, I was scanning through the IMDB trying to find the movie I was talking about with Kevin Bacon and I just don't see it. Yeah. Oh. I I swear to God it was Kevin Bacon. Yeah. God. That's gonna that's gonna haunt me now. (laughs) I hate I hate that when that happens, man. Yeah. Unless it's like under a different name that i don't recognize i don't know dude what if this is (laughs) what if this is a mandela effect (laughs) what if i have this entire like memory of watching this movie and the shit never even existed to begin with
1: (laughs) it'd be wild it'd be wild if we, we started one it was like i remember that kevin bacon movie
2: yeah Don't you remember that Kevin Bacon movie? Shit, come on. You don't remember that Kevin Bacon movie?
1: I don't. Uh, So I'm from the other universe, apparently.
0: Uh, That's bullshit, dude.
2: It exists. I swear to God it exists. I believe you. Because there was another one that was like... uh, that came out like right after it that uh starred john travolta and it was almost the, it was almost the same storyline yeah and john travolta had like this big like badass looking tattoo on his back and like also had a shaved head and like the whole i mean it was almost the exact same story
1: it was like well all right so i remember are you talking about the John Travolta one that was called From Love with Paris From Paris with Love? No. Is
2: that, that one he had a shaved head. No. This was this was a movie where he's like getting revenge on some people killing like his kid or his wife or some shit. Yeah. Maybe it's a tough day. No, that's not it. Dude, I don't dude, I don't fucking know. I'm gonna be lost as soon as cool. as soon as uh as soon as we get off here I'm gonna find it and be pissed death sentence is death sentence it yeah, here it is it's called death sentence death sentence yeah, and it came out in uh
1: two thousand seven after all that it feels like a cider cinema review, yep,
2: and there he is with his shaved head with a big Patch in the back that he forgot to shave. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, death sentence. Woo! All right, I feel better now. <laughs> uh, no, dude. Uh, uh, the uh hard cider cinema reviews. We have to do. Uh, Mom and Dad save the universe. Is that what's called? Oh yeah, yeah. Mom and Dad save the world. And a movie called Mom and Dad with Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair. When's Mother's Day and Father's Day? Okay, well, all right, well, we'll just uh, celebrate our own way. Well, they all just—they both just passed already. I still haven't got my Father's Day gift, by the way, Ooh. Mandy. If you're listening to this, that's supposed to be one of those outdoor that's awesome. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude, it's gonna be badass once I get it and can start using it, put it out on
0: my deck. Yeah. Which, by the way, I got stools now for my uh, table on the deck,
2: so we can all sit out I there. Know, right? I still have to build the bench, though. <laughs> <sighs> work, work, work. No. Never, ever. Uh, it never ends. Oh, this was... Uh, This was one of the first movies that uh, director James Wan directed. Death Sentence. You know what he's famous for? He did like uh, Saw, Furious 7, Aquaman. Hmm. Damn. He directed those movies. The best one at all. And Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon. The one that we add that, write that down, add that to the list. Of uh hard cider cinema reviews. By the way, I got a pastor friend, a pastor friend, uh okay. preacher friend. Pastor Bob. Who said that he will be on the podcast if we use an alias. Can't say his real name. Is his name Bob. That, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. You can't say his real name. We gotta make up something else.
1: I was actually just making <laughs> up like Timmy. Um uh, it's a good guess. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
2: all right, I'm I know preacher. You were, but you know, it's not uh, it's not every day that you guess exactly right. I can't even
1: your name starts with P Pippin, preacher, preacher Phil, preacher Phil, <laughs> but it sounds like an F, so you'd say Father Phil. Father Phil Ah damn it you're right. Eh, Father Phil sounds nice.
2: Yeah. Wow, does.
1: that sounds actually kind of creepy after I said it. <laughs> Father Phil. I am Father Phil. <laughs> you up tonight or <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: Dude that's like I need to find we need to find a black guy with like a deep soothing voice. <laughs> yeah. To play the role of Father Phil. Yeah. Hey, girl. Exercise yeah. <laughs> them demons. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Rasputin. <laughs> yeah, no shit.
1: The um, American
2: version of Rasputin. Yeah.
1: He's like, I was having wild nightmares and then Father Phil came over and I feel great. <laughs> I saw a meme. It was uh
2: god it was a girl sitting in a confession booth and it was like the priest looking at her it said like uh it's called it's like no sally it's called confessing your sins not dirty talk
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right alex
2: well when you are uh Trying to find somebody to uh, talk to randomly out on the streets when you have your uh, cardboard sign up, ask them for money, and they come over to you and they say, "What do you need, buddy? Here's here's some change." Be like, "No, I don't want your change. I just want to tell you about Serverless Thoughts, the podcast." That's right. That's what we, that's what we've resorted to now for uh, advertising for
1: this podcast. <laughs> we just stand on street corners till someone listens.
2: That's right, with a big cardboard sign that just says serverlessthoughts.com. Thoughts"
1: Yep, yeah. and underneath that, it'll actually be like, "Don't forget to check us out on social media," like <laughs> like Facebook or. Uh, Instagram or if you want to go to Twitter and check out our social media we do have one it's called at think soberless uh, we're working on TikTok we'll get there yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah we'll make a TikTok one day yeah a drunken TikTok yeah and then after we get our TikTok up and established and running on all all cylinders then we'll start our Patreon and OnlyFans pages that's right <laughs> <sighs> uh, and uh, I'm excited for that that'll probably be next year
1: yeah oh yeah
2: and, uh, and I'm looking forward to that just because uh, I enjoy uh, walking around in the buff with yeah With a can of beer in my hand. Uh, Yeah, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) I was just thinking, like, can you imagine the way we could have, like, pictures taken where, you know, you remember those shows where, like, a girl would hold up a pair of melons and they would be, like, covering her boobs and a guy'd walk by and there'd be like a can like right in front of where his junk would be like (laughs) in the shot. you know what I mean oh yeah like we could do our whole calendar like that (laughs) oh
1: yeah dude totally
2: where where it's just like some a random drink or beer can or whatever like in the foreground of (laughs) our gratuitous funnel nudity (laughs) yeah makes sense (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, So what we're trying to say is the only way that uh, anybody else is going to know about this podcast and know about the greatness that is Cerebralist Thoughts is if you tell them and you say, hey, check this out. Or if you leave a five-star review or a comment and a like on uh, whatever our podcatcher's Podcasting pods are. <laughs> yeah. So do that so we can get around. So you have something interesting to talk to your friends about. Like what they talked about on Cerberus Thoughts this week. Exactly. exactly. So tons of stuff to talk about. Yeah. We've got a whole list And we haven't even got to yet. Yeah, that's right. This For is sure. just intermission. <laughs>
1: Alex, what do we say when we get out of here? We like to say when you're in the skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip on out.